voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Good pace. Are you serious? Oh, my goodness! Glorious and free! The Denver Nuggets are going to win game number four and take a decisive three games to one lead in the NBA Finals. We're coming back to the Mile High City, baby. Now the 3-2 swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! Ow! Grounder left side. Breeze gets it clean at third. One shuffle over to first. And they've done it. 11 to 6. The Golden Eagles win the Eugene Super Regional. Oral Roberts will make a third trip to Omaha this year. And this time it's to play for a national championship. Not today, Satan. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Get inside. Get inside. Take shelter. Uh, good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. T-Row in the morning show time, Monday, June 12, El Doce de Juno. Thank you for tuning us in as we are here to start your work week. Rainy Monday morning across the state of Oklahoma. Hope everybody had a great weekend out there. I know it's Monday morning. It's okay. It's okay. We're here to help. We're here to help. Toby and TJ with you, bringing it local, blasting it. You know how it works. A1 and Turkey Bacon, relatively quiet weekend. We had some college baseball supers. We had an NBA Finals game. We had John Sterling getting hit in the head with a foul ball. An amazing finish to the golf tournament yesterday. But plenty to talk about on a Monday morning, first day of your work week here on the T-Row in the Morning Show, and we start, as always, by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry, on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Hello. Hello, man. How are you today, TJ? Oh, I was fine until God decided to bowl really early this morning, and then... Oh, Yeah. Have, he was hitting some pins. Could have slept about another 30 minutes, but that's all right. Woke you right up, huh? Woke me right up. Woke me right up. But I'm good. I'm good. Normally, you don't hear the thunder. It must have been quite loud. It was quite uh, loud today, yeah. And quite bright, yeah. Lightning was quite bright. Is it done? It's still raining outside here, I think, lightly. But okay. not like it was. It was pouring, so... All right. If you're waking up across the Sooner State today, uh, there there are storms out there. There's uh, just kind of a you know, looks like a popcorn bowl out there right now, depending on where you're uh, listening to us from. It may or not may not be storming where you are, so just be aware on your way into work today. I'm sorry about that, Teach. You deserve a full night's rest. That's all right. It was only a few minutes, so hmm. maybe maybe he thought I needed up a little early. You know, who knows? I had one of your nights last night. I 
I haven't felt great this weekend. I've been battling a little bit of a head cold or allergies or something. Something's got a hold of me. And so I took some medication yesterday. Uh, it was like a, a cough medication. Right. Eh, it's not the right word. It was a decongestant. That's what it was. And I think it made me dream last night. I had two dreams. The first one I don't remember other than there was a murder, and I was afraid it was going to be pinned on me. And yes. when I woke up, I my heart was racing, and I was so thankful that it was a dream. I was like, <laughs> oh, thank God. Who did you oh, kill? Thank God. I don't remember anything yeah. about I, that's all I remember is being so relieved when I woke up and realized I was sleeping. And it was a deep dream. It was one of those where I woke up, it was 2 o'clock, and I was like, you kidding me? Because I felt like I overslept, you know, because was, I was sleeping so hard. And then I went back to sleep, and I dreamed again that I was on a recruiting trip with, like, football coaches and personnel. <laughs> and we were all in a – it was either a bus or an RV. We were traveling it all together. Right. In New York City – and there was somebody in, like, an apartment in New York City that they were recruiting, and they wanted me to go up with them. And and then that's all I remember Now, from that why would they have wanted you to go? There's no reason. There's, There's none at all. Did this kid have dreams of being a play-by-play guy after his playing days were done? It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> There's no absolutely no reason I should be on any recruiting trip ever with anyone, but I was last night. And uh, and then I again woke up and I thought, man, that medicine really got a hold of me because I don't remember the last time I please, dreamed anything. Please take some more of that each night. That's <laughs> <laughs> murders and you, recruiting trips. You had that feeling before, though, right? When you woke up and you're like, oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Oh, and you're like yeah, double absolutely. checking. Uh-huh. That was a dream, right? Right? You're like pinching yourself. Oh, I'm not. I'm not possibly going away for life for this murder I didn't commit. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank goodness. Yeah. So anyway. I just wish you remember who you murdered or allegedly murdered. I didn't murder anyone. Yeah. Uh, wrong we'll get, place, We'll wrong see time. about that. I don't think. I got Maybe some I questions did. for you, mister. Maybe Where I did. Where were I you at 1130 know. last night? Sleeping. Uh-huh. On, on uh, medication. Yeah. <laughs> How was your weekend, TJ? Oh, it was good slash frustrating slash. Oh, uh, Talk to me. Okay. Talk to me. Oh, I just had golf cart issues this weekend, and so I spent a lot of time working on a golf cart that I never got running. The worst. So, yeah. The worst. Yeah. People, you can relate out there, right? Your second home <laughs> when you've got golf cart issues, it's just the worst. It is the worst. What happened to the golf cart? I uh, don't know. Weekend before, I had charged it Saturday night, got up Sunday morning, drove it over to storage, put it up. It was fine. Got there Friday and won't going forward or reverse, so... Won't do anything. Will it start? It's an electric golf cart, so it's not like something that it's not like gas. Not a battery. Start it up. It's got the six batteries. It's it's all electric, so you have to start one. Check the batteries first. Check connection. Then you. I changed out the solenoid, thinking that was it. It wasn't it. I had somebody else over there with me for a little while. He was looking at stuff. We were trying to cross some stuff and jump it to see if it would do certain things. Couldn't get it to do anything. So. We're down to two things. Mm-hmm. One I've got on order. It's an inexpensive fix. Well, I say inexpensive. It's 70 buck part. Oh, buck part. boy. Uh. Or if that's not it, it's 
possibly the motor. That's not what you want. Which That's is more not what I want. <laughs> That's more than more than seventy dollars. So we'll mm-hmm. see. I'll begin again on it this weekend. But nobody, I, I several people, but nobody can figure it out. So. so you had to get along all weekend without a golf cart. Yeah, and I don't handle that very well. Oh I don't. I don't handle that very well. I was like a child all weekend. I was. Uh, what did you do? How did you possibly get from I one was, point I to was another? Pouting. I. I didn't go anywhere. I just didn't leave my trailer. I just sat there. <laughs> said, I can't walk all the way over there to that house across so the street. Uh, I had friends texting me. They're like, hey, you didn't come by this weekend. I'm like, yeah, I don't have my golf cart. Would <laughs> other neighbors offer you a ride? I was offered Could a golf you, cart. Do they have some, Lake Ubers? Some friends were uh, not out there, and they said, hey, just go over and get ours out of our storage. And I said, no, I'm not going to go get your golf cart out. So... It's anyway. nice of them. Anyway, yeah. Hmm. So, anyway, we never got that it going, and I cannot figure out what's wrong with it. I've watched so many YouTube videos and done so many things over the uh, last few days that can't figure it out. So, don't hmm. know. So that was my weekend. But other than that, it was fine. It was fun. But so you went to the lake this weekend is mm-hmm. the answer. Yes. And uh, and it's the summer, and that's what happens. And uh, yep, you get the yep. boat. Does the boat work okay? The boat was beautiful. Okay. All right. Well, it was great, yeah. So we went out. We went out and we 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 rode we around. once the rain stopped on Saturday, and uh, yeah, had a we nice time. We made some sandwiches. Made put them in the boat. Made some sandwiches. Uh, drove around. Went floated a little. No, bit. No, we always have a late brunch so that we don't take like full food. We have snack stuff like you make chips that on the pretzels. flat top. Uh, I would have this weekend, but it was pouring rain at the time we cooked, so huh. we just fixed the eggs inside. Had uh, breakfast you. sandwiches, a little bacon, little uh, egg, a little. Delicious uh, fruit on. Uh, we had a choice of everything bagel or biscuits, whatever you wanted to make your sandwich oh, I with. Biscuit. Oh, no, so I find the uh, bagel a little, a little fooling, filling. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. All How right, was your great. bachelor weekend? Uh, I guess you weren't feeling my, well. Well, yeah, I kept myself busy. I uh, I went golfing with Peyton on Friday. Oh, that's I said, did see that picture. Yeah. That was a that was a great time. I've actually played pretty well, but he smashed me because he's better than I am. He's a professional, so yep, 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 yep. That was great fun. Um, I I uh, I watched Air this weekend. Yes, loved it. Loved great it. great movie. Great movie. I loved it because there was really no Michael Jordan in it. <laughs> no, no, there's not. Uh, like the back of his head at one point, and that's about it. The whole, it's just all about the business of it, and I love that part of it. I love that angle. Uh, I found Ben Affleck irritating. Like, I, 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 I don't think he's a very good actor, honestly. And uh, I could never buy him as Phil Knight. I kept just seeing Bill. I, I kept seeing um, <laughs> Ben Lowe's Affleck in... <laughs> In you know a fake beard and hair, I was like, "That's not his hair. That's not his beard. That's Ben Affleck trying to." That's not <laughs> Matt Damon. I could totally buy as anything. You, ben you thought he was Sonny Vaccaro. You did not buy yeah. Ben Affleck as absolutely. I didn't even know it was Matt Damon until the credits rolled at the end Stop. of the movie. I was like, Stop. "That was Matt Damon." Ben Affleck, I can't take. But See, Jason uh, Bateman has become a little bit like that for me. Oh, Jason he's a tremendous Bateman's, actor. He was fantastic. But everything yeah. I see him in, and go, that's Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. 
I uh, watched a lot of baseball this weekend. Uh, I scheduled everything around when the Reds played. And then there was always college baseball on, which was fantastic. We're going to talk about ORU coming up. What a what a story. ORU, unbelievable. Uh, let's see. What else did I do? Oh, I went to my sister. Uh, had a cookout last night at her house. So I went over there and uh, had a burger. I was responsible for the buns and the ice last night. Those were my two responsibilities. Nobody had any ice. Everybody was out of ice. I finally found a couple of bags in the bottom of a of a Seven Eleven. What's going on with the ice? I, well, it was the end of the weekend. I guess huh. I guess everybody had a big weekend. Big parties, I, I guess. Uh, so that was fun. And then, uh, oh, you know what? I I went to. Uh, a, a, you remember when we were talking about Tara Humaras and we had the whole argument and and uh, one of the suggestions we got a lot was volcanoes yes and uh, i tried volcanoes this weekend uh for the first time is that the one on Lindsay? yes yes i haven't had it still it was good it was fun and remarkably affordable really yeah it's different in that you kind of go up to uh you go up to uh, the counter and you order, and they got like a picture of everything. You know, it's one of those places they got a picture of everything on the wall, <laughs> and I like that. And uh, so, I, and then you go sit down, and they bring it to you. So it's a little different in that regard. But they've got a like a salsa bar there, so you can get which kind of salsa you want. You get you get a basket of chips, and and you pick out which salsa you want. Food was good. And, like, I got an enchilada dinner, which is my – anytime I try a Mexican restaurant for the first time, that's how I can compare Mexican restaurants is my baseline is your enchilada dinner. Gotcha. Three enchiladas, beans and rice. It was very good. It was, like, nine bucks with tax. That? So I was like, man, that's – are you sure? That's it? She was like, yeah, nine bucks. Maybe it was nine fifty, but it was less than $10. Yeah, that's good. So, uh, yeah, I'll go back to volcanoes sometime. I found it fun. Like, it was kind of a fun atmosphere. It was not, it was small. It's small. It was not, uh, you know, a big old sit down, wait you, wait on you. It was a, it's a good lunch spot. I'll put it like that. It's a good lunch Mexican place. So, yeah, volcanoes. I, I, I got a new restaurant. I'll see if place. I ever uh, venture over to Lindsay Street. It's a street I never go a down. long ways from your house. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> it's a non-existent street for me. We've, we've discussed this. So, I'll have to see if I get over there at some point. Some baseball player. Who was it? I was I, When we were in uh, Charlottesville, we were out to eat. And uh, I can't remember. One baseball player was joking with another, like, this is the first time he's been to anywhere but volcanoes in a month or something like that. I can't remember. One of the baseball players loves the volcanoes. So that triggered my brain. It's like, hey, it sounds like an NIL deal to me. I got to drive by there. So anyway, ah, good. I slept in. I didn't feel very good. Uh, I mowed. Mowed. You had and, a uh, busy weekend. Uh, you did more than me, and you were alone. Yeah, that I do more than you every weekend, That's TJ. Not true. This is That's not nothing. true. You you go to the lake and you sit there like a bump on a log. That's all you do. I sweat my rear off working on that thing inside that storage unit. So That's right. That's uh, right. I did some work. It was good. Uh, the wife and daughter come home tonight. My daughter apparently, like millions of other 
girls has had a life-changing experience. I, I saw her Saturday. post and said, uh, you know, lifetime experience, and uh, she was very excited about the uh, Taylor Swift show. I got to send you I, – I don't have many pictures or videos yet, but my sister-in-law did send my wife one video. And uh, I'll send it to you. And it's just the sweetest thing you've ever seen. It's like uh, it's her well, singing along in the upper deck. I'm so. glad she had fun. I'm glad it was that type of experience. Because sometimes in a major event like that, you can build it up and yeah. then get there. And you're like, oh, man. Especially in one of those stadium shows, you can be like so far that you just feel like you're removed from everything. So I'm glad she loved it. Glad she had fun. I'm a, I, I got I to gotta talk more about this when we come back. We're underway, 6.20 in the morning, Monday morning, just underway. You can always text the show, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet, text line 405-651-3439. Toby and TJ with you, getting your week started. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Hi, everybody. Today we're going to tell you about McIntyre Law. You get hurt, they'll help you out. Personal injury. Does it need a little mustard binder? I'm talking about that. Put a little binder on there. McIntyreLaw.com. That's where it's at. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. I did see him. I hadn't seen him, uh, you know, before the weight loss until this weekend. I saw a video of him before the weight loss, and I was like, holy cow. Oh, he I did lose still a haven't, ton I still of weight. I seen one of those. I feel like him and now golf cart guys are uh, my best friends. So, hey, everybody. Uh, there's a golf cart guy. All right, today we're going to show you how to switch out this forward reverse assembly system in your Easy Go TXT Series golf cart. Now, be sure always disconnect that battery first. We don't want any accidents, okay? Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Katie's like, you watching another golf cart video? I am, all right? Leave me alone. <laughs> Trying to fix my golf cart. Go away. Uh, <laughs> Myers Chevrolet text line. Oh, good morning! Good morning! Chico in Philly? Good morning, Chico. Uh, baseball Ross says... Glad to see the state of Oklahoma got its best baseball team in 2023 into the College World Series. How about ORU? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Good story. Unbelievable. Yeah. Congratulations. The Golden Eagles are headed to Omaha. And uh, last one here says Sooner fan from the 479. With all the success of the programs lately, softball, women's basketball, gymnastics, etc., does that have an impact on the coach's hot seat? For example, if Porter doesn't make an NCAA tournament again, would his seat be hot by default from the standard at OU of for not winning enough, or would it be a little of both? Also, Toby, I've seen Air over the weekend as well and completely agree. Great movie, but could have done without Ben Affleck. So, Well, you don't 479, win. 479, by the way, Northwest Arkansas. You don't win, your seat gets hot anyway here. It doesn't matter like if the women's yeah. program is winning or not. I mean, you don't deliver, it's it's gonna heat up on you. So yeah. I think the the text premise is correct, but it's not related to this past year. It's related to the past several decades of, you know, a whole lot of winning and a whole lot of championships. 
And so, I mean, we've seen a couple of changes in sports this offseason already. Soccer and mm-hmm. wrestling have changed coaches. Right. Volleyball recently changed coaches. I think uh, Porter goes into this year with some pressure on him, for sure. In two years, two uh, uh, misses of the NCAA tournament. That's, uh, you know, that's he needs to have a really good year. I think the pressure's on. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think that anytime you are at OU, because that's what the fan base and the athletic director and the donors and everybody expect is that it's not good enough to be mediocre. You got to win. You got to compete for championships at OU in any sport. So yeah, that it probably leads the seat to get hotter a year or two before other places, perhaps. Okay, back to uh, Taylor Swift for a second. Yes. So this was actually a Christmas gift for Chloe. Um, her aunt Allison, who lives in Detroit, got tickets when they went on sale she was like in one of those pre-sale queues or whatever right uh way back when you remember when the taylor swift tickets went on sale oh, yeah. and they shut sold down Ticketmaster. six yeah. seconds or whatever yeah and so she got fortunate enough to get selected and was able to buy four tickets and a friend of hers was able to buy four tickets too for this show in detroit and they had, you know, their their little collection of friends up there, her, her cousin and her friends, they had one extra one left. So they asked very nicely if they asked Jenny, would Chloe like to go to this concert? So we bought the ticket from them and gave it to Chloe as a Christmas gift at face value, which was like $175 or something like that, which is a lot of money. But in hindsight, what a steal. Not compared to the so, secondary market. Yeah, that's that's a steal compared to what they were going for. She got a Christmas gift that she didn't get to enjoy for six months. Well, so for six months, they've been thinking about this. And for six months, I've been telling Jenny, because Jenny and her flew up to Detroit. Jenny, it was good for her because she got to see her sister, and she's got family up there. But the plan has been all along. Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, they're all going out to eat, including Jenny. And then Jenny's taking them to the stadium, dropping them off, and going back home or visit her, visit her aunt and uncle or whatever. She did not right. have a ticket. And for six months, I've been saying, are you sure about this? Like, you're, She's like, yeah, I don't care about it. I was like, are you sure about this, Taylor? She, yeah, I don't care. A couple of weeks ago, I was like, are you I don't think she's like, I'm going to be fine. I was like, I don't know the night of the concert if you're going to be fine. Like you, I know for my, my own personal speaking for myself, if I'm taking everybody to this thing that everybody wants to go to and I'm just dropping them off and pulling away, that's going to stink. Are you sure? <laughs> she's like, yeah, tickets are, because we've been looking on StubHub the whole, or I have mm-hmm. thousands of dollars, nothing less than 1500 Nothing. Like, upper deck, anything. So, all the whole time I've been thinking, the night of the concert, prices go down. You know, people get desperate to sell their tickets on social media. Yeah, and right. Usually you can get into a game. If you're just patient enough and willing to risk it, you can get into a game much cheaper if you just wait till the last second to get your ticket. 
So I was, she was going to go to her aunt and uncle's house. She did go to her aunt and uncle's. It's not that far from the stadium. And so I'm keeping an eye on the ticket prices on Saturday. And they're 1500 2000 nothing. And then, like, uh, the the opening acts go on, and they come down a couple hundred dollars, and then they bring back up. And then it never dropped below a 1000 Never. Holy cow. And I called her. She was driving from her aunt and uncle's back to their house. I like, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, I'll get you a ticket. You want, like, Taylor goes on in 30 minutes. You want a ticket? She's like, no, I'm fine. I was like, all right. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to spend that kind of money if you're not going to beg to go to the, you know, if you don't. <laughs> right. So she was fine. I mean, she says she was fine. She didn't go. The whole, she did not go to the country. She went all the way to Detroit, took Chloe to the door, dropped her off with, Aunt Allison and and uh, and her cousin's friends, and she went to the concert and Jenny didn't go. And uh, the whole time I'm just feeling terrible. I'm like, oh man, but she swears she was fine. I have later learned that because I have been searching for Taylor Swift tickets, my entire Instagram algorithm now shows me <laughs> nothing that, but Taylor Swift videos. And there are. Thousands of people outside these stadiums, right? Just singing along to the songs they can hear inside, inside the stadium. I've seen a couple of those, yeah. And they are all living on StubHub, waiting for tickets to drop so that they can grab them and get in. This is not a normal ball game or something, you know. There's no like these tickets. None of these tickets are going unsold. It's just a matter of waiting for the right, you know. So. There wasn't a single by 7 o'clock, and she went on at 7.30. By 7 o'clock, there wasn't a single upper deck ticket available in the whole stadium. Isn't that wild? There, there was wild. like five in the whole stadium that were still for sale, and they were all at least $2,000. Uh, it's the craziest thing. And I've been trying to figure it out. Like, I've been trying to figure out. Because every video you watch, everybody they're, they're like talking about how it's a religious experience, and I and I'm crying. And you know, we talked about last week about the people not being able to remember it the next day and everything. You can't talk to anybody in real life who, or not very many people, who admit they're Taylor Swift fans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I'm you. You're a country fan. You don't want anything to do with Taylor Swift. You're a rock and roll fan. You don't want any, anything to. You know, it's just. No. But I think everyone secretly is like knows all the songs, I guess, and sings along. There are gazillions of, and I'm trying to feel like what is it about her that makes people act like this? I, I like some of the songs. I mean, I I know some of the songs just from living life. I hear them now and then. Sure, but none of them have any make me feel any sort of way. So I, I don't know. It's I've crazy. never been able to figure out how she went from. I mean, she teases Eric Church and thanks him for starting her career because he got kicked off the Rascal Flats tour mm -hmm. and they replaced her with or him with her, and so that's always been their joke together. I don't know how she went from a nice country artist like she was big, and then she got bigger, and then she was doing her own arena shows. To overnight, she exploded into something like you just said that you can't describe, and I don't know how or why it happened. Like, I don't know how you suddenly go from just top artist to icon like that. Uh -huh. It's it's crazy yeah. with her. And she, I mean, she is. She's a music 33. icon. That's what I mean. It's, it's been a good 
six, seven, eight year run that she's been at that status. So in her twenties, so I don't know. She just she just connects with them, man. And Women the of crowd, all ages. The crowd does not sing along. They scream, scream. They scream. along. <laughs> it would drive me insane. Like I love, love, love being in a crowd where the whole crowd is singing along to a song. Right. I think it's the coolest thing in the world, man. Garth Brooks, whoever you know, you go to, and the whole crowd knows the song. They you stop know, singing you and let the Eric crowd church. take over. Yeah, it's the coolest, man. It's like the greatest church choir ever. Everybody's singing along. Nobody's singing. Just jumping. They're and all screaming, shouting just... at the top of their lungs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But Chloe is the same. Like I, Saturday night, she texts after the show. She's like, "Greatest night of my life. Right. Unbelievable." So good. She's That's, the Beatles. She's Elvis. She's uh, yeah. you know, she's that level, the, that status. And when they like see her first come out on the stage, there's people fainting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! There she is. Well, I don't know if a you saw a thousand yards away. I don't know if you saw early in the tour where they were having to like roll her in and like uh, the the yeah. the equipment kits and stuff, uh -huh. and then people were trying to even just get a glimpse of her backstage. And I'm like, you can't wait like one minute. She's going to be out on the stage, and they're like, there she is! Ah! When she uh -huh. stepped out of the equipment box, and I'm like, like one minute it's she'll a janitor's be on. Cart. The, yeah, it was a janitor's yeah. cart. That's what it was. Like one minute she will be on the stage. <laughs> But they had to see her that one second early. And there's like secret codes in all of her stuff. I think that's part of what's made her popular is there's so many secret codes and um, oh people that think there are secret codes and everything. Right. Yes. And she'll say one word on the stage when she's introducing the next song. She'll say something like, uh, for this next song, I thought I would wear something green. And then... Ah! Like that, that triggers like everybody knows. She said green. That means she's gonna sing "Baby Boy." I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado—we can help. Call 405-735-5510. 6.42 in the morning. Toby and TJ back with you. Um, yeah, maybe somebody can explain the phenomenon to us this morning, uh, TJ. Well, I think you've got someone that was there that will just have to try to explain it to you. Yeah, she gets home late tonight. Uh, the girls so. get home tonight, so uh, I got to spend today cleaning the house, getting it all uh, in good shape for them. But, yeah, maybe she can help uh, explain it to me. I do get like there. I did see some, you know, I would say people younger than us, but maybe like 20s, 30s. This tour is called Eras. Don't worry, folks. We're not going to spend the whole show talking about Taylor Swift. There may be some out there like, keep talking Taylor Swift, please. Um, who were like, you know, every song reminds me of something in – you know, I remember I was six years old when I heard that song for the first time. And I remember I was in junior high when I so every song she sings reminds me of a different, you know, part of my life. And OK, I get that to some extent. But there's also like 
eight-year-olds that are just screaming every song, word of every song. They don't have any memories of anything. You they know? don't remember being in the womb. Mom There's playing like this song. 50-year-old men who are singing along and crying and stuff. And I'm like, what? What, did, what is Taylor Swift bringing up in you? That's, you know, so I, it's fascinating. I'm not critical of it at all. I'm just interested in the phenomenon. Like, what chord has she hit that is causing tickets to be $2,000 a piece? You know what I mean? Anywhere she goes. Like, she, this is going to be the highest grossing tour of all time by a, a monstrous margin over anything that's ever happened on planet Unfortunately, Earth. Unfortunately, she's making, uh, uh, StubHub and Ticketmaster resell all the money. <laughs> yeah, going into their pockets. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, well, this happened over the weekend, TJ. And I get uh, emails and social media posts and people stopping me. When are we going to dedicate a statue for Patty Gasso? Y'all, we do things, and we try to keep it secret for a while, but you just won't let us keep a secret. So tonight, I'm just breaking it out. We're going to have a statue for Coach Gasso next year. There you go. I didn't want to say anything, but I was, as I was uh, passing through Choctaw on Friday, <laughs> I saw a trailer. And I yeah. said, "There's the Patty Gasso statue." You could see it right there, huh? <laughs> you you just you mentioned last week. Joe will come out with something this summer to get people to talk something to talk about, and there it is. Is that it? Uh, that, that's not controversial. That's not enough. controversial. Mm-hmm. That's something people have been waiting on. But it it, it was newsworthy, and he did break some that's news. Great. So yeah, uh, that's great, and obviously massively deserved. Oh, without so, a doubt, uh, without a doubt. I wonder what the uh, Patty Gasso Gasso statue. What's the pose? Her arms in the folded. Third base coach's box. Arms folded. Yeah, I think arms folded, standing straight up. Yeah, mm-hmm. at that angle, kind of looking towards home plate. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. You kind of had to have a feeling that with the new stadium, there would be something to put out front, right? So, this seems uh, this seems like the right thing for the right time. So, way to go. Very very cool. And, of course, it wasn't out five minutes before I saw on Twitter, who should the next statue be? <laughs> I know. I saw that all weekend, too. Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> people are addicted to statues, man. <laughs> Wayman? Where's Wayman's statue? Why doesn't Wayman have the statue? You got to get the arena built. You got build a new arena, and Billy and Wayman can have statues, okay? One person wanted one statue with two heads. One was K.J. Kendler, and one was Mark Williams. <laughs> For all their gymnastics titles they've won. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Did you watch any college baseball? Yeah, I was in and out of it uh, throughout some games over the weekend, yeah. yeah, so. yeah, yeah How about yeah, that kid yeah. from Stanford? Yeah. Like my arm hurt for him. Jeez. 156 pitches. That's, he... uh, that's our boy. Uh, 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 Quinn Matthews. Quinn Matthews, yeah. And he, he threw what, like 115, 120 in, at Norman? Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. I remember it being a lot. That's the game um, Braxton Douthat shut him out. 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. He beat Quinn Matthews that night. Uh, yeah, 156 pitches. Uh, he was at 131 
when they sent him out for the ninth and they had a five-run lead, which seemed a little unnecessary, quite frankly, to me. Um, because you're going to need him in the College World Series. You know? <laughs> right. He's just got that arm, man. It just doesn't get tired. I mean, eventually, like, something's going to happen. He'll throw the thing out. I mean, I, I don't know how you can continually do that. I don't remember the last time at that level or higher. I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I heard a guy going 130, 140, much less 156 in just Skip a regular nine-inning game. Skip had that guy at Texas that went like 160-something one time, and, and uh, it was a 20-some inning game in the NCAA tournament. I think it was against Army, right? No, Boston College. I think Texas was playing Boston College. And he had a reliever that went like 12 innings and right. threw 160-some pitches, and he, he got pretty heavily criticized for that, I remember. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know the last time I heard somebody go over 120-something. And he, you get into the 120s, you're, that's a lot. 156 is, that's crazy, especially when you're up five and you send him back out there, so. But Stanford stays alive. They beat Texas last night, 8-3. We've got two game threes today. Six spots are full. Uh, ORU is in. They're headed to Omaha. Wake Forest, the number one seed. Florida, LSU, Virginia, and TCU. TCU just keeps getting it done. Mm -hmm. They had the very good fortune of getting to host Indiana State this weekend and uh, won two straight against them there. I mean, it is a carbon copy of what OU did last year so far for them. And they play ORU in the first game, in their first game in Omaha, TCU-ORU. Two game threes today, 5 o'clock, it'll be Tennessee and Southern Miss. That'll be a zoo. 7 o'clock, Texas and Stanford. And then we will have our eight-team field for Omaha after that. Quick break, we'll be back. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. WTJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law, your personal injury attorneys. No fees until they win for you, and they've won over $250 million for their clients. 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's see here. Skip is going to have a hard time building a culture, losing coach every year. Do you think Wally... What does it say? Do you think Wally means McKenzie is staying also... Vaughn's could be a big piece moving forward. Who's that from? Uh, I don't know. Skip is going to have a hard time building a culture, losing a coach every year. Um. No, that's a uh, the. I I will say this. One, the coach last year went to be a head coach. Right. Uh, Clay Van Hook. Oh, you did so well. He got hired as a head coach. Uh. That is a sign that things are going great when that happens. Uh, my understanding about the Clay Overcash resignation uh, over the weekend, which was in my news today, and it will since be struck, was it was kind of a mutual decision. Um, Clay is a great man, great man, and I will be, I will stay friends with him 
and his family. Our daughters are friends with each other. I love Clay Overcash, and so I think he was ready for a new chapter, and I think Oklahoma, you're probably going to see them fill that spot with somebody with some SEC experience as they get set to move into the SEC now, which I think is fantastic. I think that's a great move for them, somebody familiar with the conference that can help them recruit uh, in that part of the country will be great. Uh, I also saw somebody over the weekend um, kind of worried about the guys that have gone into the portal for OU. Um, stop it. Like, Wallace Clark is really the only name that's gone to the portal that has had any significant playing like a time at all. Yeah. Yeah. And Wally was um, did a fantastic job, especially two years ago in that push to the College World Series. He is a sensational defensive third baseman. Uh, he's not ever hit for much. He did get a home run in the uh, regional. And I love Wally. I mean, that's not disparaging at all. But it got to the point kind of with the bat where they were platooning him late in the season last year. As for McKenzie... I mean, I, I'm very encouraged, and I think you should be as well if you're an OU baseball fan, by the names you have not seen in the portal yet. And basically, it is all of their starting lineup. So, you know, I, we haven't seen McKenzie. We haven't seen Madron. We haven't seen Spike or Nicholas or Pettis or Easton Carmichael or Rocco. Or any who am I leaving out, TJ? Anybody? Uh, Dakota Harris, Dakota Harris, who yeah. you know may or may not get drafted. We ha- you haven't seen any uh, any of the the pitchers: Jamie Hit, uh, Carter Campbell, Carson Atwood, Will Carston, Carson Pierce, Aaron Weber. None of those guys have you seen yet in the uh, portal, which I think is is tremendous. Top of the hour. We'll be back. 